0: Halo Top is ice cream's biggest game changer. I love this stuff. I was eating it just the other night. Caramel macchiato flavor. Oh, my God, it was good. With Halo Top, you can enjoy all the flavor and deliciousness of ice cream, and you don't have any of the worries. Halo Top has less than 360 calories per pint, but it's still delicious and creamy just like ice cream should be. Halo Top is packed with 20 grams of protein per pint. They have over 20 incredible flavors to choose from, like vanilla bean, cinnamon roll. They got pancakes and waffles. I gotta get that one myself. That sounds ridiculous. Finally, you can stop avoiding ice cream. Just enjoy it. Enjoy your summer. Eat some Halo Top. Halo Top is available nationwide. Find your pint at halotop.com. Follow them on social media at halotopcreamery, halotop.com. I love therapy. Therapy has transformed my life. And guess what? Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. I know you can't imagine fitting another appointment into your life, right? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commutes. No leaving the office, no judgments. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to talkspace.com/beautiful. Use the code beautiful. You get forty five dollars off your first month and show your support for this show. That's beautiful at talkspace.com/beautiful. Hello to everybody who enjoys a good public park. It's beautiful anonymous. One hour, one phone call, no names. No Holds Barred. I'd rather go one-on-one. I think it'll be more
1: fun. And I'll get to know you. And you'll get to know me.
0: Hello, everybody. It's Chris Gethard, welcoming you to another episode of Beautiful Anonymous. I'm recording this right now. You might notice the sound tone is different. I'm in a hotel room in Montreal, Canada. I'm at the Just for Last Festival. Me and Jared are up here. In just a few short hours, we're about to do a, uh, a live taping of Beautiful Anonymous. I'm very excited. People have been stopping me on the street saying they're coming. That is hugely flattering. I am, I am looking forward to the performance. For anybody listening to this in the future, thank you for coming. And it was so nice meeting you afterwards. Um, so yeah, thanks for that. Want to plug a couple upcoming dates. Uh, next weekend, August 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, I'll be doing stand-up comedy at the Vermont Comedy Club in Burlington, Vermont. Would love to meet Beautiful anonymous fans there, Vermont. I hear nothing but good things. I've passed through there before. This is the first time I'm gonna spend any chunk of time there. Come hang out, say hi. And also my New Yorkers, my New Yorkers out there, listen up. A show that's very important to me, special to me, a show I'm organizing, August 8th, Wednesday night, Jackson Heights, my home neighborhood. You've heard me talk about Jackson Heights so much on the show. I'm organizing a show. It's gonna take place uh, on, on a at a little lounge on Northern Boulevard. It's me and a whole bunch of my favorite comics. And uh, it's a a benefit for a candidate for New York State Assembly named Catalina Cruz, who I've met, who I'm a big supporter of. She's the uh, first dreamer, first person who's uh, experienced the DREAM Act running for office in New York State. Uh, A friend of mine works on our campaign, said, hey, let's do a comedy show. I said, not only can we do a comedy show, I can get all these people to come out. Come out early, eat some of the fantastic food in my neighborhood, hang out, see Jackson Heights, eat. We had that episode. We talked about the, I think it was Uruguayan food. Uh, Come eat the Indian food, the Colombian food, the Mexican food, all the good food. And then you come see a show, hang out with me, and a whole bunch of very funny comics on August 8th. Anyway, last week's episode I talked to someone from Northern Ireland, someone who grew up in the county where my grandfather grew up. It was very meaningful to me. Uh, thank you to everybody who listened to it. I enjoyed reading all the feedback. I will say I got one tweet that was really, it was so weird, so weird just to remember how small the world is. Uh, during the episode, I was trying to remember, I said, I think some distant family of mine owns a bar. And this guy tweets at me. He goes, hey, is the bar called Tomneys? Were you trying to think of Tomneys?" I go, yeah, that's it. He goes, yeah, I live eight minutes from Tomneys." So thanks to the guy, some guy who listens to this show every week who lives eight minutes away from where my uh, family's roots are. What a weird thing. This week's episode, so excited to see what you guys think. It's going to be a controversial one over it, Beautiful Anonymous, the community on Facebook, which by the way, we're coming up on 30,000 members. We are past 29,000 members. Join today. How cool would it be? to be able to say we got 30,000 members in there. If you're on Facebook, Beautiful Anonymous, the community, join up. Not everybody likes the format changes with Beautiful Anonymous, but I tell you, I think I have high hopes for this one. Here's what we did. We sent out a thing. Instead of a phone call, we said, hey, if you're in New York and you want to talk, email us, pitch us your story that way. Jared and Harry went through all these pitches. There were about, I think, 70 or 80 that came in. And what we did was we said, meet us in Madison Square Park at such and such a time. And I got there, Jared had set up a couple of microphones at a table and we just sat in a public park. I sat there and waited and eventually a stranger sat down across from me and said, yeah, I'm, I'm the person that they said should come. And we sat in Madison Square Park at 23rd Street, right where Fifth Avenue and Broadway meet. And for an hour, we just talked. And there were hundreds, probably thousands of people throughout the course of the hour milling about, walking past. So you're going to hear a conversation that I think is just like any other conversation we have here on Beautiful Anonymous, except it was very intense face-to-face eye contact. And it's kind of, a, I think, a very cool audio experiment and a, a different kind of Beautiful Anonymous. But I'm very proud of it. I'm very excited to see what you think. And also, this person, I can't say caller this time, this person has a hell of a story. Wait do you hear where she's from, where she's been, what she's looking to do love life, all of it, all of it was just such so cool, just such a cool person with such a cool story that I was happy to hear, can't wait to hear what you guys think and we're now going to pick up in progress you're going to hear just me sitting in a park nervously waiting for a stranger to arrive, I hope you enjoy it so I'm going to just start rambling, are we recording now? okay so I'm currently in Madison Square Park It's a very crowded park. It's a very sunny day. There's hundreds of people walking by. Usually Beautiful Anonymous is known for its intimacy, just one-on-one on on a phone. You just know it's me and Jared Harry listening. But now there's there's hundreds of people around. There's going to be a lot of eye contact. I'm not the best at eye contact. I think there's a few people who recognize me sitting on a bench. They're sitting across from me grinning. There's some people directly behind me at a table. They're eating lunch. Off to my left is some sort of uh, children's play group. There's a number of kids running around, maybe five feet away. Got all these people walking around. It's very interesting because I live in New York City so I'm constantly, there's always, everybody walks and there's hundreds of people passing and Beautiful Anonymous really makes me think about, well, every one of these people has a story and now I'm just waiting. One of these people, I don't know whom, is gonna sit down, just talk to me in person for an hour. I don't know what's appropriate. There's some social conventions that happen when you meet in person that I don't ever have to worry about on the podcast. Like, I can't ask her her name. So I'm just going to, I guess, talk with a stranger who's then going to walk away. And that'll be our sole interaction in life until we, like, run into each other at some weird bar, in some weird neighborhood, like Long Island City. Which is a fine neighborhood. I don't know why I just called it out as weird. It would just be weird to run into someone there. I'm barely ever there. You can hear the fine sounds of New York City ambulances and police behind us. It's a real slice of life, the sounds of New York City. Again, there are small children. I'm wondering, you know, some of these podcasts are very funny. Some of them are extremely dark. If this is a dark one, how do we handle that when there's... I'm not kidding. Hundreds of people walking by with an eyesight so everybody knows the physical setup we've actually commandeered a a metal table that people are supposed to eat lunch at or are welcome to eat lunch at Um, we've got these microphones big furry microphone covers very visually obtrusive I would say you can hear there's a loud man classic New York City loud guy walking by we've also got an iPad setup. oh hi someone's here so nice to see you, how are you? I'm sorry I can't ask you your name, I know that's uncomfortable. <laughs> I
1: know, that's fine.
0: I'm starting the this clock. For us. The clock is on an iPad right here. Okay. And okay. this is the first time I've done one of these face-to-face with a human being where I know what you look like. Oh, look at that, eye contact. That's yeah. new. Oh, you, How is that? It's good, you've brought bottles of water, thank you for that. How are you today?
1: I'm great, that's super good. happy I've been doing this.
0: Oh, thank you for doing it. <laughs> I know it's it's a good experiment. I'm far more socially uncomfortable in person than I am yeah. in the booth. So I'll warn you about that.
1: You know what? This is the first time that I tried to get on the show. I oh, listen really? to it all the time. But I thought since I'm Cuban. Oh, you are. And I have an accent and it's a little bit hard for me to talk on the phone. Okay. I didn't really want to do it, wanted to do it at the beginning. But now it's like in person, so gonna be better
0: <laughs> okay
1: for me and easier oh, I'm so hopefully. happy this worked
0: out What? A- yeah now um when you say you're Cuban are you are you Cuban American or are you from Cuba
1: I'm from Cuba oh, I was wow. born and raised in Cuba
0: that's awesome
1: yes I've always
0: wanted to go there yeah
1: so you should you- go for sure
0: yeah I just got my Irish citizenship mm-hmm. I'm gonna get an Irish passport and I think that means I can go legally that's great yeah, yeah. I don't even have to sneak in. But I hear it's extremely easy to sneak in.
1: Yeah. I think you have to go to a third country or something Canada like that. Canada or Mexico. I don't know. That's but like, heard. sometime time ago you could go with, like, it was possible for Americans to go there. Yeah. But I don't know what's the status.
0: Yeah, I right think now. Trump made it hard again. Yeah. But it's probably. still pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard you can't use American cell phones there or access ATM machines.
1: So you got to bring yes, all your cash with you. I uh, no, I don't know. It's like, there are some rules for that, but I think in, you can, an ATM you can use for sure. Okay. I don't know about, yeah.
0: All right. Someday. Someday. <laughs> someday,
1: someday. We're so getting when, there. We're getting closer.
0: When did you, when did you come to the States?
1: Well, uh, I have a long story for that.
0: Oh, is that the story? Is that what we're That's talking That's part
1: about? of the story, Great. yeah. I'm yeah. all ears. I'm all ears. <laughs> well, um... I left Cuba when I was like 22, 23 years old, and I moved wow. to Dominican Republic after mm-hmm. finishing school. I went to school for literature and lingu- linguistics. And then I moved to Dominican Republic to live with my parents, and I was there for a while, and then after that, oh wait, there, while I was there, I got a job as a gold screenwriter.
0: As a screenwriter? Yes. In the Dominican Republic?
1: Yeah and that's why I decided to go into films and I became a filmmaker so after that job was done I decided to move to Toronto Toronto yes
0: beautiful city
1: beautiful I loved it so much over there I lived there for a while and then I went back to Dominican Republic to be with my mom because she got sick oh no yeah, she got diagnosed with breast cancer.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. And then I stayed there for her surgery and I spent like six months with her. And I decided to, when she got better, I decided to go to Denmark. Denmark? To study filmmaking. Yeah. So
0: you've gone everywhere. So, so her, your mom's the episode okay. about
1: Christiania was like.
0: Oh, you've been. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Is it as, it's as fucked up as it sounded?
1: It's not, no. No, it's not. It's a party, though. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I gotta go. But also I have to say about that episode that Danish people are a lot like that on the summer and a lot different in the wintertime. Oh,
0: wow. So they, like, thaw out and they party all summer. Yeah. And then it gets real back to business?
1: I guess, yeah. Yeah.
0: So your mom is Okay.
1: No, she's not. She passed.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. Like oh, you had said when ago. she got
0: better. I'm so sorry. I made... I assumed.
1: She got better at that point, and then I decided to go to the MAC to study, and then I went back to the R. I spent, like, three months with her, and then I decided to come to the States. Mm-hmm. I moved to Miami first. Yeah. And I lived there for, like, two and a half years, but during, like, the first four, six months that I was in Miami... She got diagnosed with um, brain, another oh. tumor, which made it really bad for her. Yeah. She like, yeah, her brain wasn't working properly. That's so that sad. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So, but I don't know, the SARS aligned or something, and then she got a visa to go to Miami with me. Oh, wow. And then we spent her last month together. Yeah. Which was really nice. Yeah. To at least have the chance to do that. Because at that point, I came to the U.S. as a refugee.
0: Yeah.
1: I crossed the border in the Rainbow Bridge.
0: The Rainbow Bridge? Yeah. That's, I'm not familiar with that.
1: That's Canada. That's the Niagara Falls.
0: Niagara Falls.
1: Yeah, because the thing is that to come to the States as a human, you don't... It's really hard to get a visa to come here. Yeah. And the laws changed. Uh, the laws uh, changed like I think two years ago but I got in before that happened okay and yeah you two years you ago do, sounds
0: about right a lot of laws changed yes. two years ago. oh we have a just for everybody was actually, listening we have a Madison Square Park maintenance man walking by with a very loud walkie talkie <laughs> New, the new thing we don't usually deal with here on the show I figured I should explain that
1: yeah, yeah. so I came here to say as, as a fee and then I couldn't leave until I got my Green car. Right. So I had to stay here, and when I heard that my mom got sick, I was like going crazy because I couldn't go back. Right. To be with her or anything, and then like luckily she made it to states, and we got to spend that yeah time together.
0: And my understanding, Mm -hmm. pardon my ignorance, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say a lot of things that are wrong. Yeah, that's fine. But my understanding is it, I if I remember right, with Cubans specifically. Is it if you can make it to the shores of the U.S., you can declare for refugee. Yes. But they will try to stop you from making it to the shores. Yes. And that's the U.S. Coast Guard that's trying to stop you.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. But the or thing is that I came. I the... came by like I walked here. Yeah. I didn't like come in a boat right, or right. anything like that. So. You went up
0: north. Yes. That sounds easier.
1: It is, but I mean, it, it's not that easy to get a visa to go to Canada. But since I was there before oh. and I got invited to the Toronto Film Festival, mm-hmm. so that's why I. I went to Toronto for like a week or two and then I stayed there for the festival and then I finally took the decision because the thing is that the first time I went to Canada I was thinking about doing that but I didn't do it because my mom got sick Right, right So yeah, that was my second chance to do it
0: So did you know before you went to the film festival were you like I'm pretty sure I'm going to do this or was it while you were up there and you were just like screw it, let's go for it
1: it was a mix of both. I have wow. to say, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Now the Toronto Film Festival—that's a big deal. That's one of the big ones.
1: Yeah. No, but I didn't go like with the film or anything. But you
0: got invited. Yeah. You weren't just attending. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I I'm know. sitting <laughs> with an artist of some renown.
1: <laughs> not that much. Not really.
0: I like it though. All <laughs> over the world, studying film, making films.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So then, well, after what happened with my mom, I decided to take a break, I quit my job and I went to California for a couple of weeks, not that yeah. long, and yeah, I got, I went back to Miami and found found a job there and started like uh, working and like focusing on my life and trying to be better because I know that's what my mom would want it, yeah. would have wanted for me, so yeah, and I worked there for like two years and then I got my green card finally and i decided to quit my that one job yeah that was actually really good for me but i felt like life was like life in miami was everything that i could ask for yeah and i didn't feel any more challenges coming from the city in general so i felt like okay it's time to like make a big change
0: that when you came to New York, yes, the city that will always challenge you, and crush you, and, and beat you up. <laughs> Have you found that?
1: A little bit, yes, but not not really. I'm a super positive person. I don't like. I don't want to like give myself any bad luck or anything. Saying this, but in general, if I try really hard, everything goes well for me. There you go. So
0: New York's good for people like that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, know. it's tough. I've lived here 14 years, and it's still. Still beats me up sometimes. Yeah. Thinking again now. So when did you get your greeting card?
1: Uh huh. I got it like last year in December.
0: Last year. Mm -hmm. So this is all new. Yes. So there's all there's all the uh, there's all this stuff about refugees in the news right now. Is that Mm -hmm. is that something that concerns you, or is it like the stuff with Cuba is a little more straightforward?
1: Yeah. The uh, the things with uh, Cuba in that sense are like very clear. Like right now. it's not that easy to come to the States. But I don't know because it works completely different for other refugees. Right. Yeah.
0: So you don't have to worry too much day to day about them pulling any stuff with your green card or things like that?
1: No, not right now.
0: Wow. Yeah. I would imagine, I mean, I would have to, I I know when I see, when I see what's happening right now, it's like breaking my heart Mm -hmm. and I was born here. I I would imagine it's even more intense for you. I know,
1: yeah, it is so hard yeah I don't sometimes it's like it's so weird because when you finally make it here it's like especially for Cubans because in Cuba you cannot really think you can think about politics but you cannot talk about it and it's like very frustrating and then you you're shaped like that your life is that way and when you finally get out you want to you feel the freedom to talk about it but you don't really like feel comfortable doing for some reason because you've been like that your whole life you know yeah so it's kind of weird so and then now you get here and you see that you can finally talk about all these problems but you don't really want to you just want to like enjoy your life while you can because I mean I do it I still do it but it's like I understand key ones that go through that because there are like two different kinds of people in that way of Cuban people here in the states, especially some of them talk a lot about what happened in Cuba, and some of them just don't want to think about it and they want to enjoy the life. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. It does.
0: A lot of people are just trying to put that behind them.
1: Yeah. I know it sounds like a little bit selfish, but when you've had a hard life in Cuba, it's understandable if you want to go that way.
0: So can I ask, like, I guess I always just assume that as the world progresses... That's happening every place. But it's still very oppressive there mm-hmm. in a big way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is it And it's is it Raul Castro who's in charge now? Yes. And he's just as bad.
1: He's not as bad. I mean, he is bad. Because everyone that's in that position and it's not changing, everything is bad, you know? But he's, like, not the worst. He's not as bad as Fidel, I have to say. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also because... Not, not because he wants to be good, but because the people in Cuba are starting to do stuff about it. And, like, finally... Um, try to find a way to freedom. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you grew up. It was still really bad. What are the What are the realities of life there? Like that would just be like blow my mind. I don't know. Like just hearing that you're not allowed to talk out loud about politics. What happens if you, you can do? talk
1: about politics? You can. You just have to stay on the Castro side. You know. Oh.
0: <laughs> you, so you can say pro. So if somebody was, is it like. If somebody started talking publicly, or is it even like, oh, if you talk privately and someone reports you, they might what happens? Yeah, the it was police a little bit. It
1: was a little bit like that before, but when I was born, then it was bad at the beginning, like for the first few years, because the socialist um, thing came down, uh-huh. the USSR. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> but it got better, like around the two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can
0: and what would the back then it was like actual secret police and stuff like that but now now that's a little more relaxed
1: it is a little bit more relaxed but it's still going on the same thing but it's it's a little bit better right Mm
0: -hmm. right right and how much of it I've read like I guess I've read a fair amount just as a curious person I've also read that there's is there a weird dichotomy that I've read about correct me if I'm wrong where a lot of Cubans are trying to get to America, but also America's policies towards Cuba keep a flow of money from going in as well. That's a mm-hmm. little bit... It's like a catch-22, right? Like, mm-hmm. if America would take its foot off the gas on some of the sanctions, life would be better there,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
0: Is that a thing I've read?
1: Or I don't yeah, know. it is a little bit like that. It is very complicated because the thing is that the money of the families that got to make it here and they send money to their families that are in Cuba, you know, it fuels a lot of the country, or a yeah. lot of the economy, economy in the country.
0: Is the money coming back?
1: Yes, yeah. a little bit. And But the thing is that they need it. What can you do if you're here and you have money and you want to send it to your family, you know? Right. Like, so, yeah, it's very complicated. And Yeah, yeah I don't... I would prefer to talk more about...
0: Yeah, you let me know. How I
1: feel here.
0: Yes, say the word.
1: Say the word. About how Cuba works, because honestly, there is a lot uh, to read about out there, and I don't feel like... For sure. I don't feel like a lot of people knows how it goes for... I mean, of course, everyone knows how it goes for immigrants here, but for, like, Hispanics... I don't know. It's hard. Really? (laughs) It's so hard, especially if you weren't born, born here. Yeah. And if you just, like, because, I don't know. I feel like sometimes people judge you because you have an accent, you're different, you have a different background. And it's so hard.
0: What have you run into?
1: I don't know. It's just, in general, I feel like people sometimes get tired of trying to understand you, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: And they give up. Yeah. And that's really sad, especially because if you were born speaking a different language, you think that way, and then when you make it here, you have to explain what's going through your mind in a, in another language, and right. that's like two steps harder so than you're translating yeah, in your exactly. Own head. It's not like you're translated because at some point you get to think in English too, but it's still harder, you know. So yeah,
2: it's,
1: I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people should be more patient.
0: Did you speak yes. English growing up at all? Not really. Wow.
1: Yeah. I mean, I knew a few words, but compared to now, right. no. Wow.
0: How Actually, long did when you I learned? made it to
1: Canada, I was super funny because I thought like, yeah, I can handle this. I, I can speak English, of course I can. But then when I got there, I was like, oh no, I don't know how to speak English. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we, when you went to Denmark. Uh huh what language was it english there
1: it was an international school so everything was in english yeah
0: yeah Mm -hmm. so you had to oh there's garbage hitting us we just (laughs) oh no that's okay don't worry about it don't worry about it we're we're just participating in like a hipster (laughs) art project over here i'm so sorry about that i think when garbage flies through the air and starts hitting me bouncing off my legs that's as good a point as any Take a little bit of a break, right? Take a little bit of a breather. We got ads. Use the promo codes if you like what you're hearing. It really helps the show when you do. We'll be back after this with more Beautiful Anonymous. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time with three Mattress models, the original Casper, the wave and the essential. Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Not to mention the breathable design. It helps you sleep cool, regulates your body temperature throughout the night. That's good. I tend to sleep. I tend to sweat a little when I sleep. And the Casper really does help. It's really nice, actually. It's delivered right to your door in a small how-do-they-do-that-sized box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. The best part is you can be sure you're purchased with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. I've mentioned it before. I got a Casper. I really like it. I liked it. So the unboxing experience. I was actually in Scotland. My wife got the box. She FaceTimed me. I got to watch the unboxing on FaceTime. That's how fascinating it was that we sat there, we watched it cross continentally pan-oceanic. And guess what? I also sleep better. More importantly, I sleep really great on the thing. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com beautiful and using beautiful at checkout. That's casper.com beautiful. Offer code beautiful for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. These days, you can get practically everything on demand. Like this podcast right now, right? You listen whenever you want. You get to do it when it's convenient for you. So why are you still taking trips to the post office when you get postage on demand? At stamps.com. Stamps.com, you can access all the amazing services of the post office right from your desk 24-7 when it's convenient for you. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package using your own computer and printer think about that the convenience then the mail carrier picks it up you just click print mail and you're done could not be easier i've used it myself it has made life easier it makes it just a breeze something that can be a little bit of a thing that makes you jump through hoops it makes it hoop free stamps.com it really does i personally recommend it right now use the code beautiful for this special offer up to $55 free postage a digital scale and a four-week trial. Do not wait. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in beautiful. That's Stamps.com. Enter beautiful. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Now, let's get back to the not-quite phone call. So you had to... Oh, there's garbage hitting us. We just... want Oh, no, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're, we're just participating in, like, a hipster art project over here. I'm so sorry about that. Oh, no, that's it's totally fine. fine. Totally fine. Um, that was awkward. That was aw- I felt. I feel bad.
1: It's funny more than awkward.
0: Well, I had to react so people would understand why we both stopped talking, because it was just that garbage started hitting yeah. us in the wind. But I didn't mean, oh, it's totally fine. There's nothing to worry about here. Oh no, 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 you didn't no. ruin anything. If anything, it gives it more of like a natural slice to let li- slice <laughs> of life feel. The table. Everybody will really believe that we're in New York City when you get hit by flying garbage, <laughs> right? Yeah, look at that. We charmed our way out of it. Now, you put your sunglasses on during the awkward moment. I know. Do-
1: no, I mean I can show you my eyes again if you no, want. No, I wasn't to
0: sure if that was sun or if you were like, oh, this no, got awkward. I better as big hide. because the
1: sun. No, no. Okay. I have nothing to hide.
0: Fair. Yeah. That's fair. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. This is cool. Is there a... Is there, like, a little Cuba in New York? Is there, like, an... Like Not really.
1: That actually is in Miami. Oh, little yeah. Havana. I don't know if you've heard about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course.
1: Yeah. I feel like Miami is to Cubans what uh, New York is to Dominicans. Right. Because we have... like Also, since I lived for a while in the Dominican Republic, I feel identify with the culture, too. Yeah. So, we have, like, a little... Dominican town here in New York. You know where's yeah. that? Washington Heights.
0: Washington Heights, of course, yeah. mm-hmm. of course, yeah.
1: And that's where I live.
0: <laughs> oh, you live in Washington Heights. Yes. That's cool. And did you go there saying I'm used to Dominican culture? I feel like there'll be some of that there, or was it just random? You wound up there.
1: Not really. When I moved from Miami, I was seeing someone here. I was, I was dating this guy, and then we moved in. I moved in with him, yeah. and he was living there, but it didn't work. That's a bummer. Yeah. It didn't, like, we woke up, like, two weeks after then.
0: (laughs) Really? Yeah. So you got to New York, and then you were, like, ain't happening.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow.
1: And then I moved, like, half a block away from where I was living with him.
0: So you still run into this guy?
1: No, no, he moved also. He moved? So, yeah. It's not in the same Is he still in
0: New York, or is he out of here?
1: I think he's living in New Jersey now.
0: Oh, you don't even... You don't I, don't, even care. I don't
1: care. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> want to know anything about him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, you got him blocked on all the social media.
1: No, no, I wouldn't do that. Okay. No.
0: I've never been able to say this on an episode of Beautiful Anonymous. I love your tattoo.
1: Thank you so much. That's a
0: bold one. Yeah. Am I allowed to explain what it is?
1: Uh, yeah, no? of course. It, it, go it's for a it. No, no, no. I'm go for sure. it, go for it. Well, it
0: appears to be, um, a naked lady with things growing out of her, plants growing out of her.
1: She's like falling down. Also.
0: Falling down, yes, yes. That is true as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that of your own design?
1: Not really, yeah.
0: Wow.
1: No. But it's I cool. feel like it goes along with who I am.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would imagine. I would have to imagine. It's a big choice. Do people ever... Uh, is there ever any awkwardness about the nude? The nudity? Are people prudish?
1: Actually... I haven't run into anyone that told me anything about it yet, but also it's because whenever I go to work or I go to, like, some official stuff, then I put more clothes on.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's on my arms, not, like, anywhere no, yeah. it's super a, private, but, It's yeah. in a
0: good strategic spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can, I can
1: just cover it with a t-shirt. You can whatever. let it fly yeah. where you
0: want you to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you are you studying filmmaking here still? Are you making no.
1: films? No, I, I, I don't want to study anymore. I just yeah. want to work. And yeah. do Yeah, in, work.
0: do you work in film?
1: I work on digital content. I create videos for the internet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of related to films and I, I also mean, work on, in, on my own projects in my free time. So, yeah. Yeah. That,
0: I mean that's where all the work is now, too. Yeah, right? exactly. The internet. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> We have 39 minutes left. Just giving an update for everyone listening, because you can see the clock now as well. Another unusual thing.
1: (laughs) So tell me, Chris, how how is this different than the usual? Let's see.
0: How is this different? Well, first of all, there's a lot of ambient noise, and I'm very conscious of it, because it is New York City, and I think we get conditioned to how fast-paced and loud the city is. But, I mean, there are sirens... yelling children and people talking and walkie talkies and it's interesting I wonder if I think there's a lot of people who love New York who are going to listen to that side of it and be like oh I miss that town and there's a lot of people who hate New York who are going to be like that's why I would never live there
1: yeah that makes sense
0: that's my main concern
1: I love it so for you now, do. it's like, yeah. It's like the, I know that probably in a few years I'm not going to be that happy about all this noise, but... You don't now, like I staying
0: it. in one place for too long.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: What's, where's that come from?
1: I don't know. I feel like when you are forced to leave your own country, it's kind of hard to find home again. Yeah. And it's funny because I've been back to Cuba a few times to visit my family. And whenever I'm there, I don't feel at home anymore. Yeah. So it's so frustrating because you don't really have a home. Right. And you keep, like, looking and looking for new places to live in and, like, new experiences that might make you feel like this is home, but it's not. Right. And you keep, yeah, I don't know. So you're a wanderer. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: You wander. When you go home, does everyone have a million questions for you all the time? Or is it just like, no, you're back, let's chill? Yeah. That's More cool. Like that. Yeah, that's good.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: good. Now, when you when you uh, so you lived in Cuba and then you lived in the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. and then the next stop was Toronto. Yes. How long were you in Toronto?
1: Almost a year.
0: So you had a Toronto winter. Yes. And you'd never experienced that before. No. Was that the worst experience of your entire life?
1: No, it wasn't. I, I actually I, I loved guess it. I
0: actually growing have up like in was, an oppressive regime, that was a like... dumb question. That was a dumb question for me. <laughs> Growing up in a country that's notorious for uh, <laughs> abuses, was that the worst experience of your life? Snow, so that was dumb. I'm sorry. I'd say dumb things sometimes. What's wrong with you? This is a feeling. Now that you can see me, the awkward moments, I feel very <laughs> shame. I feel more shame than I used so no, to have. No, don't know. feel like that no,
1: no, at all. Was not easy though?
0: Or were you psyched?
1: It wasn't easy. It was just like different and I wanted to experience that. So I was happy to be part of that you know yeah. and also i have a, i was gonna say that i have a good story about the first time that i saw snow yeah i was by myself walking on the streets in toronto and i like i actually saw it for the first time and i was feeling like super excited but i couldn't share with anyone because i didn't have any friends close to me at that point so it was kind of lame because i was just like jumping inside of me but i couldn't I didn't want to show it to people and be awkward, like, and screaming and being happy by myself, you know, on the streets. But like two days after, my two Brazilian friends came to the city, and then we saw snow together, and we had like a party on the snow, and like we threw snow at each other, and it was like super nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I guess I would imagine it's a thing you've seen in pop culture.
1: Yes. But when all of a sudden it's real. (laughs) I know.
0: How interesting. (laughs) to have that I'm trying to think if I've ever had that experience with something I guess like the first time I saw a desert
1: yeah probably yeah a
0: desert had that that's about it <laughs> I think that's about it now when you get have are you are you someone do you just live in the moment here or when you're going from place to place do you have an eye like do you already kind of know oh if, when I get tired of New York I know the next place I'm heading do you have ideas
1: I have a few ideas outside oh this is an amazing video about me too. I'm Jewish. You're I Jewish. grew up Jewish in Cuba. Wow. I'm one of the few Jewish people in Cuba, right. I guess. Yeah. So, one of my places I would like to go after the States, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to move there or not. Maybe I love it here and I stay here forever. But. I might go to Israel at some point in my life to live there.
0: Check it out. Do you speak Hebrew as well?
1: No, I don't.
0: Wow. Now, let me ask another ignorant question. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to dwell on the past too much. It's not what you're interested in. But I know that in the Soviet Union, Mm -hmm. religion was outlawed. Was that similar?
1: It was exactly like that in Cuba.
0: So it was like an underground practice.
1: Yes, it was. The thing is that the Jewish community was, like, really strong. And for some reason, like they kept going. It was a weakened, it became um, weaker or whatever you say. Yeah. But while Fidel, like, was trying to not let people do whatever they wanted with their religion, but after that, I remember when they uh, made Christmas, a holiday again in Cuba, because, like, you couldn't even take the day off at some point for Christmas. And he started, like, Fidel started going to church, and he went to the synagogue, and it was, we were celebrating Hanukkah that day. Yeah. And he went there and gave a speech full of, like, four hours, and I was like... I was a kid at that point. Wait, were you, you there? Yeah, I was there.
0: You were there? The whole
1: community was there, yeah. Everyone. So Everyone there's, was there. there's so
0: few Jewish people that the whole community shows up at the same place at the same time. Yeah. And of course. Fidel came in and just gave a four hour long speech? Yeah,
1: because he just like, he was gonna be more, like the country was gonna be more open about religion. They just took four that hours. decision. I don't need to hear anyone talk way, about the, anything
0: for four hours.
1: You know that Fidel did like 20 hour speeches?
0: Oh, my God. So that was a quick one for him. Yeah, that was but a quick one. But are you sitting there? You're a kid. Or are you sitting there like, hey, I Fidel, let's there. wrap it up.
1: Yeah, exactly. Let's and you know up, what? Fidel. On Hanukkah, they give presents to kids. Yeah. And then if you are the Han- at the Hanukkah party, you're waiting for your present, you know? And they said, like, okay, we're going to give the kids the presents, like, after the speech. Oh. And that was, like, the worst, you know?
0: <laughs> oh. And do you have to sit there, like, trying not to fall asleep?
1: Yeah. And it was, like, so hot. Wrap it up Fidel. I know. Come
0: on man We got toys We got presents And you know coming.
1: what happened after that They took like a picture With Fidel And all the kids uh, It was like a group picture Right
0: So that exists of you Somewhere in the world mm-hmm. A picture of you On Hanukkah With Fidel Castro I know that's the thing. Do you have a copy of this picture? I have it, yeah. <laughs> That's so... Is that...
1: But listen to it. Yeah, yeah, Listen yeah. to this story. The thing is that <laughs> they gave all, they gave the kids their presents, and what then... What are you talking about? And then about? they took the group pictures with all the kids, and I was like, I didn't care about Fidel. All the kids are in the picture, like, looking up to him, and I'm, like, holding my present and being, like, super happy with my present in my hands and not even thinking about Fidel being there, you know? <laughs>
0: wow. So... Was that common that you'd just see him around?
1: Uh yeah. Kind of
0: small place I guess, huh? It's yeah, but it's island. because
1: he he used to go like to a lot of different places just to give species and just, like. Yeah. 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 The thing is that they have a really strong strong security system for him. Yeah. They used to have it. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess they still have it for Raul. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're not messing around.
1: No. They know what they're doing.
0: So you, like, hung out. You, like, took a photo. Yeah. Well,
1: do you remember what present you got that day? I know. I, it was, like, a makeup set for kids. All right. Yeah.
0: All right. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sweet. Uh-huh. That is a crazy story.
1: I have to say that I'm not, like, super... Proud of Fidel or Raul or any of those yeah. guys? Yeah. Yeah. So, because I don't know, I don't want anyone that's listening to think that
2: of I,
1: I, I don't agree with anything that's going on in Cuba right now. I
0: have to imagine. Well, I have to imagine anyone listening is assuming that if you claimed refugee status, mm-hmm. that you're not thrilled with yeah what was happening? I
1: know yeah, yeah. but I just wanted make wanted to make it, to yes. make it clear you know?
0: yeah'
1: <laughs> Cause that's a some people that's that's a
0: there's some people right there's some Cuban people that have left that are like, no it's, we're supporters still, right is that still a thing
1: yeah, I think Divisive. I think it is it's like it doesn't happen that often anymore, yeah, because it's crazy to be on their side, you know, but yeah. but I guess it, I don't know. It's it's complicated. They also like they say that they have a lot of people like infiltrating the U.S. or
2: whatever. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know how that works. I don't. I don't even want to. Infiltrating the U.S. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They I don't still know try to why. keep
0: you nervous. Yeah, I don't want, want to want talk about that. all the time. Of course, of course. Who wants to think about yeah, that? Yeah, I don't
1: want the government like in coming to ask me anything or anything like that. Just, that's, that's what they say.
0: Of I don't course. know. Anything. But even this level, even you like. I'm able to see it. And even you, like, putting your hand up, like, that's what they say, brushing it off a little bit. What a what a thing to have to have in the back of your mind your whole life.
1: I know. It's crazy.
0: It sucks. hmm But now... So, there's no way you could sit down in a public park with microphones set up for most of your life. No way. This I, would be... Everyone would be like, what the hell is going the on? The
1: thing, you know how in New York you do anything strange and no one cares? No and one people cares. people are just like... If anything, they will help you, you yeah. know? But in Cuba, it's not like that. If you see anything strange, then they might call the police.
0: Everybody's red flags are going off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Something like that. And they would come to ask you, like, the police would come to ask you, like, what are you doing? Can I see well, your ID? Wow. Stuff like that.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Here, like, we should explain, too, Hundreds of people. Hundreds of people have been walking by. No one blinks twice. No mm-hmm. one cares. This is the weirdest setup in the world. I know. I can't reiterate that these are foot-long microphones covered in giant gray fur. Right? Would you say yeah. that's... And we have a big I- iPad with a clock set up. And no one cares.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone in New York City. No one cares. I tell you, I was walking... I was uh, walking on 7th I went on vacation for three weeks, uh-huh. came back, and I was walking on 7th Avenue behind a guy who, I'm not kidding, he was like seven and a half feet tall, uh-huh. and I could feel every New Yorker was like, yeah, whatever, move, get out of my way, I got places to go, pick up the pace, pick up the pace, <laughs> giant, let's move. No one cares about anything, no one's impressed by anything in this city. I know. What's the craziest thing you've seen since you moved to New York City? What's the thing that blew your mind the most?
1: This actually is a really nice story. I was on the train, and I saw this girl, like, coming through uh, the wagon, um, trying to make it through people from one side to the other. And then she finally made it and hugged this super tall guy. And at first I thought, like, oh, they're a couple that's so so sweet, so cute. But then she like stepped back and hold his hand like ch- choke his hand. Like shook
0: his hand formally. Yes. Not and intimate.
1: Introduced herself and and she told her she told him like I usually do this. I hug strangers on the train. Um yeah. And they started a conversation and there was actually another guy next to them and they started talking to him and they they said like, Okay, we're just gonna get off in the next step. Then in the next station and go to a bar and have a beer together.
0: So she was just a random hugger and they be- watched know. them become friends yeah, on the spot. I know. And I should mention that as you said that story, this is no joke, balloons floated above our heads and children started laughing. <laughs> what a positive experience hearing that story while balloons flew a pink one and a green one. Green? Yeah, that's green. It's green on the edge of yellow yeah, for anyone it is. interested, yeah. right? Yeah, a mm-hmm. yellowish green, I would say.
1: Yeah, it's cool that we can talk about the things that we're seeing. I mean, yeah. It's not like you're, you're talking about what you see and me talking about what I see. Yeah, it's like we the th- see the same things. What
0: are the things that are jumping out to you? What are the things that are jumping out to you about our experience? I don't
1: know. There's some know. people
0: working. Another New York stereotype, people who can't slow down and stop working. A mm-hmm. day in the park, they're on laptops, Intense. I'm not trying to judge, but it doesn't look like there's much joy at that <laughs> table. That's a hard-working table. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, it is lunchtime, so there's a few people eating too. True. And a lot of kids having fun.
0: We got a classic guy with great sneakers. That's a thing in New York. <laughs> a lot of people with really great sneakers. And he's got an open Mets jersey. Very cla- Backwards hat. Real bro, but great sneakers. <laughs> you see amazing sneakers in this city all the time. A lot of kids. How do you feel about this fountain art installation? Um, for anybody who wants to check this out, we're talking about the one. It looks. It sort of looks like I would say, uh, like a Christmas tree, but evil, yeah, floating in the that's middle true. Like <laughs> that's true. That's actually true. I
1: wouldn't want to have that Christmas tree. you <laughs> not that. would be weird. But it's I nice. I like having an having it at the park, At least
0: it's true. Yeah. Cause you're you're an art fan. You're an artist. Yeah. What's that neighborhood in Miami? My friend, I went and visited my. Wynwood. Is that the one that's like all street art, yeah. murals, and everybody's yeah. just out and all the restaurants are outdoors and yeah. people drinking? Yeah, it's that one. That place, cool. You it hung is. out there yeah, a lot, cool. huh? Yeah. All is the that time. where you lived?
1: No, I lived on. I, at, the, at first, I lived in Cora Goebbels and then I moved to Little Havana. Little Havana. Embracing my roots, yeah.
0: Yeah. Where. Mm-hmm. Can, can I ask another Cuban question just yes. because I'm obsessed with food?
1: That's fine. Where do I
0: go to eat? Where do I go to eat good Cuban food in this town? Where, Calle Ocho. Where's that? In Miami? No, no, no. In New York. Where do oh, I go? Oh, in New, New York?
1: York? Oh, no. I don't know here. I don't usually go to Cuban restaurants because here. I'm a vegetarian and oh, it's so are. hard to eat vegetarian food at Cuban restaurants.
0: There was a Cuban restaurant on my block in Queens years ago, uh-huh. closed down. A lot of meat, ground yeah. beef with olives and french fries. Yeah, in it. That's that was the, the thing. thing I used to get.
1: That's why, if I want to eat Cuban food, I just make it at home. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Vegetar- <laughs> yeah. How long have you been vegetarian?
1: I've been in a vegetarian for like a year and a half now. Yeah, I still like eat that. fish. Me too. You do? I'm not proud of it, but... Me yeah. neither.
0: I'm trying to move I, on, but it um, tastes so good. Me
1: too. I eat it like once a month or something like that. I eat it a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: convince myself for the protein. So I've been trying to work out more. I've been doing my Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes. Yeah. I've lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. So I'm trying to eat a lot of protein. But there's other ways to get protein.
1: Yeah.
0: But then I was just reading that um that... The guy who sort of formalized veganism and, mm-hmm. like, wrote the book that kind of made that, mm-hmm. I think maybe made the term vegan come into to play, he originally was said you can eat mussels because mussels don't move. They attach themselves to the seabeds. They're effectively plants.
1: I don't know. I just, I don't want to eat living things. I mean, yeah. I know that plants are, of course. You shut like that angry. down. I know.
0: <laughs> you did. I tried to...
1: <laughs> but I mean, like, animals... I tried to justify
0: it to myself. You were like, let's stop. Don't bullshit a bullshitter here. No way.
1: Animals? No, no, no. Yeah. It's not... It's. I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable doing. And even drinking milk, it's like, you're drinking another animal milk. But Yeah. Uh, it's
0: weird when... It's really, really strange when you think about it. Yeah. I don't drink milk. That's more for my... This is a weird thing to say in person. I wouldn't feel awkward about this in the studio. I tend to get a little gassy.
1: <laughs> That's fine.
0: It's not fine. It's like little... Who
1: doesn't fart? That's normal. Everyone does.
0: See, this is not a thing you and I would be saying to each other if we met in any other circumstance.
1: I wouldn't. I don't know about you. Really? Within <laughs> yeah.
0: within 37 minutes you'd say the sentence who doesn't fart to another to a... I guess I'm more I guess I'm a little more shy than you are talking about farts in a public park that's time to take a break it's time to take a break and hear from an advertiser guess what guys special thing don't hit that forward button if you're one of these people who skips the ads don't don't skip that one because you know what everybody always likes on the show everybody always tells me we love when you talk about your wife guess what our ad coming up we got a special assist my wife Hallie Bullitt herself is gonna help uh explain our our advertiser you today so I know uh A lot of you guys are fans of hers tangentially through this podcast. Stay tuned. Me and my wife got some uh, products to sell you. Check them out. Use the promo codes if you like them. We'll be right back. Using thousands of real women's measurements, 3rd Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind so that they fit impeccably, and feel even better. And now, since adding 24 new sizes, 3rd Love offers the most options of any brand, a total of 70 sizes. You can find your fit in 60 seconds online, order, and try on at home with 3rd Love's Fit Finder Quiz. It's fun, takes less than a minute, no more awkward fitting room experiences. This is, hands down, the most comfortable bra you'll own. And I bet you're saying, now, Chris, how would you know? Well, luckily, I have someone very special to me here who has experience. What third love has to offer my wife hallie bullet hallie you have ex- you have had the third love experience this is a great bra great bra, yeah, simple as that
2: yeah, you well, can't argue this is a good bra
0: what would you say are the most standout qualities of the third love bra. What,
2: I like hearing you talk about it. What did I tell you that I liked about the bra?
0: You did immediately flip out and said you liked the detailing on the straps. I just like hearing <laughs> you say
2: detailing on the straps. You did. You
0: loved the detailing on the <laughs> yeah, straps. Yeah, it's got
2: really pretty straps.
0: Really pretty straps. Yeah. And how'd you like that online ordering experience?
2: Yeah, easy peasy. Easy yes.
0: peasy. Great detailing on the straps.
2: They ask you questions about your old bra. You're like, oh, I like this about my old bra, but I really don't like this aspect of my old bra. And then they're like, Ding, ding, ding. Order this one. They tell you, like, how to fix all your bra problems.
0: So are you, Hallie Bullitt, my wife, saying thumbs up to third love?
2: Yeah, and I, I did I tell you that I like the padding? The padding. Look at that. Yeah, because it's, like, not too much. You don't want to put on a bra and be like, whose boobs are these? <laughs>
0: Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash beautiful now to find your perfect fitting bra. Get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash beautiful. You get 15% off today. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Now let's finish off the phone call.
1: Who doesn't fart? That's normal. Everyone does.
0: See, this is not a thing you and I would be saying to each other if we met in any other circumstance.
1: I wouldn't. I don't know about you. Within
0: within 37 minutes, you'd say the sentence, who doesn't fart to another, to, I guess I'm more, I guess I'm a little more shy than you are.
1: Me too. I'm super shy. Yeah, the thing is that it's really hard for me to open with people, but then when I get to be open, I'm like Mm. super outgoing.
0: How is this feeling for you? Comfortable? Uncomfortable? Yes,
1: Yes, I'm super comfortable. That's good.
0: Oh, we got a guy on a city bike. New school, past five, ten years imagery. (laughs) City bike, the big blue bikes of New York City. What else? What else would you like to tell me? What else should we talk about?
1: I don't know. I guess we could talk about love. Love? Yes. Okay. Why not?
0: I got in a little argument with my wife before I left the house. That's why I was a little late. I apologize for that. That's I don't know fine. if you picked up don't on worry. it. Don't worry. So I'm... I, love is on my mind because I love my wife so much, but we <laughs> got a little fight because I, car- I was supposed to help her carry some dressers that she's painting
2: mm-hmm.
0: out of our house so she could paint them outside. I had told her I was coming to do this, but she forgot that, and my schedule's always weird. She's like, you can't explain to memorize your schedule. How am I going to move these dressers? So and we got a little fight and then I helped move the dressers and then I ran to the train but it made (laughs) me about 15-20 minutes late. I apologize when I think of love right now that's what I'm thinking what do you think about love?
1: I don't know I don't know if I hate it or or if I love it it's like being in love is the best feeling you can have but if you are not loved back then it's the worst
0: you open yourself up yeah a lot of vulnerability when you choose to love someone
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: now, is this in reference to the guy you used to live with? Is that Are you still processing that?
1: No, that guy's not actually that important in my life. Yeah, it didn't he's, sound like it. No, he's not like sounds one mostly of like, the main people that yeah, I've loved. he's not one no, of that. He's not, he's not on mm-hmm. your Mount Rushmore. No.
0: It sounds mostly like he was a good reason to move to New York. And I, now went, I all was going to move
1: to New York anyway. Oh, So not even it just, that. Yeah, not it just happened that. that I was dating him at that point, And it made sense that I would stay with him for a while. Yeah. But that was it. Sure. Yeah.
0: So this was a totally, largely inconsequential human being in the story yes. of your life. Exactly. So what's going on now that you got love on the mind?
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm going to start from the beginning.
0: I'm all I fell in love fierce.
1: with this Cuban guy when I was 21, and we got married three months after we met.
0: You got married?
1: at 20, When I was 21, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was kind of a rebellious thing. It was a what thing? It was like I was being a rebel. When a I, rebel. Yeah. so That's why I did it.
0: <laughs> pure passion.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to apologize, guys, for my accent. No, 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 if no, If no, no. you don't understand anything, just When ask I said that,
0: I promise you, it wasn't that I didn't understand. I it's that I was trying to... Here's exactly what I was thinking. When you were 21, I'm going, were you still living in Cuba or were you in the Dominican Republic? I was trying to place it in I was in, my in mind. Cuba.
1: We're in it Cuba. It was right before I left Cuba.
0: So everybody...
1: Yeah, I left Cuba because I broke up with him.
0: <laughs> you did? Yeah. You f- so you were a refugee not just from no, the, C- I- the standard Cuban reasons, but also getting away from a toxic guy.
1: I guess, yeah. It wasn't toxic. We are still friends. We just, like, weren't the same page. So. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. So that'll, uh... So you had this rebellious, passionate love. It led to a quick marriage. Mm-hmm. Was, he, was he 21 as well?
1: No, was- he was... It was 28.
0: 28? Yes. So still relatively young to get married. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. everybody's upset. We were, everybody's like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. It was like that at the beginning, but then they, they were fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. So we got married, and we were really happy for like a year. <laughs> yeah. But we had an open relationship.
0: Oh, you did? And, the open relationship?
1: Yes. And he met this girl, and he was like... I really love you I think you're the love of my life but I want to be with her too and I was like I'm fine with you having sex with other people but I don't really want you to have a relationship with anyone else so across
0: some emotional lines
1: yes that's, That's no why good. I decided to move on from that.
0: Was he trying to set up a thing where you all lived together and he had, like, a harem?
1: No, he wanted to... No, <laughs> no it wasn't that bad. He just, he just wanted to, like, have a relationship with her at the same time that right. he was living with me. And I didn't want that.
2: So, yeah. So
0: you were more thinking of an open relationship in terms of, well, if you have sexual or physical needs,
2: mm-hmm.
0: explore them, express them. Yeah. But I'm not looking for you to have a side piece.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's a bummer. I know. Did he feel bad? Did he at least feel guilty?
1: He, he I don't know, like three months after we woke up, I went back to Cuba to see him. And like, <laughs> not to see him, but I saw him. And then he cried, which he was cried. really awkward for me because I i couldn't stop laughing.
2: I'm laughing.
1: No, because I was... Like, making fun of him. Just it was just awkward, discomfort? you know? I didn't know what to do.
0: So he starts crying, you start laughing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> ooh, that's a bad
0: day in his story.
1: I mean, he's screwed me up, so... Of course. Yeah. Sounds like he deserved it. I can it. laugh.
0: Sounds like he deserved it, but ooh.
1: No, I, I, I wasn't doing it on purpose, so... No, of
0: course, of course.
1: Yeah. Wow. So then after that, well, you know, I moved to the Dominican Republic, and then I went to That'd Denmark, and while well, I was in Denmark... I finally got to see my best friend that I didn't see in, like, four years. Yeah. But we kept talking all the time on the phone. So we would Skype every day for, like, four hours.
0: Is that why you went to Denmark?
1: No, I went to Denmark to go for to... For school.
0: To, to film it just school. just worked out. Yes. Got it.
1: And then she was living in Germany. Mm-hmm. And after, like, four years of friendship, we fell in love. Which and you was... Said, you said she. She... But yeah. you have been
0: married to men, a man prior. I know. Was this something you were aware of and comfortable with before this? Or was this not a new really. revelation? I'm
1: just not the kind of person who decides who I want to fall in love with. Yeah. So if it happens with a guy, fine. If it is with a girl, great. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Love I like to see it that way
1: at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like I don't have to express who I am or anything. I just have to do whatever I want to do and that's yeah. it, you know? Yeah. I don't have to label or anything or like say I was married to a guy so now I cannot be with a girl no. Right. I don't say it that right. way. So mm-hmm. it's just
0: you maybe more than anyone I've ever met. You just do you. Yeah. You're just doing you just do it you. See what happens. Roll with the punches.
1: I guess. Wow. Well but the thing was that she was married to a guy. What? When that happened. I know
0: I've taken off my glasses <laughs> As everybody knows We're hitting a real fever pitch So she's married to a guy She was Did You fall in love with her Does she fall in love with you? Yes Drama
1: I know That's so her- how my life works <laughs>
0: Wow We have 15 minutes left I want to hear everything Does, okay. the, marriage, does the marriage end? It does Wow
1: Yeah wow. I, I don't want to say that it was because of me Because I don't, I don't feel like they were happy at that point Right um, but yeah
0: I'm sure it didn't help things
1: mm-hmm. I know wow yeah but the thing is that I really loved this girl and yeah. I was really happy when I was with her but I couldn't stay in Germany because she was still married to this guy and I didn't have a, like a, a visa to, like or a work permit or anything and wow. we couldn't get married so I had to leave Europe and then we kept uh, being together like online like we had a uh, long right. distance relationship right.
0: can I ask is that how Europe works if you if your visa's up is it for, for all Cubans, of for Cubans yeah for the whole I guess, European I don't, Union.
1: Yes. I don't know if for Americans it goes like that, but for Cubans, like, no one wants us anywhere.
0: <laughs> so it wasn't like you two could travel around Europe together and she could We could change.
1: travel around Europe together, but the thing is was that... Your visa I, was out. Yeah, it was out. I couldn't stay in Europe. Ooh. Yeah. Unless I married someone or yeah. got a job or something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, and she told me, like, you should stay and try to, like make it here even if you don't have a work permit and I, I, I didn't want to do that because then I would be depending on her and not speaking the language and like it just wasn't a good idea and I'm so glad that I did that because then I got to spend time with my mom in Miami right so yeah so we can go in long distance for a while but then it' sort of like died yeah. because there was no way we could see each other she couldn't come to the stage she didn't have a visa. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't go to Europe because I didn't have my green card yet, so...
0: Now just, that you have a U.S. green card, can you travel back?
1: I wanted to... I actually... That was my goal. When I when I got the green card, I would go to see her, but now she's with someone else, and I'm, um, like, kind of forward that, too, so...
2: Wow. hmm
0: How long ago was that, that that ended?
1: It was, like, for two years.
0: Two years?
1: Yeah, something like that. And so I was, I was with her while I was living in Miami for a long time, but then... We broke up for a while. I had another relationship with another girl. And I, then when I broke up with that girl, we had our thing online again for a while. But that, that wasn't working, so we just decided to move on. Moved on. Mm-hmm.
0: What's your relationship with, with love now? You said you can't decide if you love it or hate it. Are you dating in New York? Are you figuring this out?
1: I'm meeting people. But also people. what happened to me when I moved here is that I met this Cuban girl. I'm all into, I'm all Cuban girls. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> because
1: that one was Cuban too. the one from Europe. She was? Yes. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So I met this Cuban girl when I moved here. I, I didn't actually meet her here. I met, I met her in Cuba. But we weren't friends or anything, and we became friends when I came here. So, Yeah. And I, I really like her. You do? Yeah. But she doesn't love me back. She doesn't. No.
0: Have you gone on any dates?
1: No. She didn't she doesn't even wanna try that. We are really good friends. We were like we see each other every day and everything, but she and I told her like, Hey, I wanna try this, let's do it. She's like, No, I don't wanna be with Cuban girls because they are too dramatic.
0: Too dramatic.
1: <laughs> I know. And that's how'd what you she take says. That? I take it like, man, you cannot say you're not going to be with someone because of where where they're from. You know, it's like, don't do that. That's not nice. I
0: will say, devil's advocate, you have been in some very dramatic situations.
1: That's true, but it does like, if you want to be with someone that's going to make it like really adventurous for you and uh, that's going to try anything and be by your side and be open and, you know, be willing to enjoy life then it's going to be a dramatic person because that's how it works, not Like, if you are just, like, a plain person who doesn't take risks, then that's what you're going to get, you know? Wow. This is the whole package with the dramatic stuff and everything. You
0: brought up love, and I was like, man, my wife's mad because I didn't move a dresser, and then you're telling me about passionate marriages (laughs) that you just go for and then flying halfway across the world and falling in love with women, and now... (laughs) Someone saying I can't be with you because it might be too it might be too passionate. At the end of the day, is what they're saying.
1: Yeah, exactly. I honestly, I, I, I think that's excuse.
0: I moved a dresser. I moved two <laughs> dressers. That's what I got for the conversation.
1: Well, the thing is that like two days ago, I told her that I don't want to see her anymore because we are like in a really toxic thing. We see each other every day. We sleep together. From time to time, like not sleep together, but in the same bed. Yes, exactly. Like, and then we hug while we're sleeping, and we cuddle. And- she spoon. Yes, but. So that's
0: very confusing.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's and she's got to she's
0: got to be aware that she's now saying one thing, but there's some doing. Uh, there's a little bit more happening than just a standard friendship.
1: Yes, exactly. And I'm confused. I just don't want to be part of that anymore because I'm. I feel like I'm the one who's getting hurt.
0: Wow. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry.
1: But yeah, I decided to move on from that too.
0: <laughs> you did.
1: It's not working and it's hurting me, so bye.
0: So you're giving up, you're now, you're growing to hate the concept of love.
1: I don't think I hate it. Just yeah. need a break from it.
0: You need a break. I mean,
1: like- Honestly, if she loves me back, I would be happy to be in love and like, I want that, I want to have a happy relationship and I want to be happy with someone, but if it's not working, what can I do? I have to find happiness somewhere else.
0: What's the game plan? How are you going to find it? You gotta- yeah.
1: I have no idea. I'm just going to be myself and enjoy life as much as I can.
0: That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I started this salsa lesson yesterday.
0: Salsa lessons?
1: I know. How was that? It was actually super awkward because I'm Cuban. Mm -hmm. I'm um, expected to be a great dancer. Yeah. And I'm not.
0: Okay, okay.
1: (laughs) And it was like uh, Cuban salsa class.
0: Right. Right. which
1: I know like the basics for, but when the teacher heard that I'm cute and he put me in the advanced level, and right. I was completely lost the whole time. I didn't know what to do. I was like being messy all over and, Like people were like, yes. yeah, it was a mess.
0: I'm so sorry you went through that. It's kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. I
1: know. <laughs> it so was for me the- too, and your- I was trying to make fun of myself, but yeah, they didn't get the joke, I guess
0: so they show up they hear your are Cuban they're like oh go do this with people who have been doing it their whole lives man.
1: yeah exactly
0: can I tell you something about me what I'm a surprisingly good dancer yeah better than you would think looking at me
1: do you know how to dance Cuban
0: salsa I, when, I went to the Dominican Republic last year and I took some salsa classes
2: cool I'm not yes, going to say I'm, I'm an expert
0: but I'll say I took to it quicker than anyone expected <laughs> when they saw a pasty faced Irish guy with big giant glasses wow people were like I mean I'm not I wasn't great it's awesome, but they were like, hey, you moved your hips a little better than we thought.
1: You should record a video of you dancing salsa and post it in the group.
0: Now, <laughs> here's a question. Now, you're a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. I don't know. I don't want to make any assumptions. Are you someone who just listens to the podcast? Did you know what I looked like before today? Or are you just a listener? I knew what I
1: looked like, what you looked like, because I went to one of the um, live recordings, the
0: tapings at the Bell House. Yes. Got but
1: it. I didn't like we didn't met, we didn't say I No, didn't, no, no. I didn't I've never go, met. No, I yeah. never
0: met you a day in yeah. my life. I can promise the listeners that. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering.
1: I'm a super shy person. I wouldn't like go to someone and tell them, "Hi, I wanna meet, I wanna take a picture with you." I wouldn't do that.
0: I like it when it happens, but I'm very shy as well. Yeah. Most of our listeners are, and very often they come up and they hug me and then yeah. we stand around for a minute and I'm like, "All right, bye." And they're like, "Yeah, bye." And we, it's just very
1: yeah, I mean, Socially it's grinned. nice that people love you that much, but it's pressure, I just don't feel like I'm the kind of person. Like, I can love you from my home, you know, listening to your podcast, you know. Listen,
0: I know love is a very touchy topic for you right now as well. I don't want to, you <laughs> can just enjoy the pies. We don't need to cross over into love. It's been bringing up all sorts of stuff. It's been bringing That's up all fine. sorts of stuff.
1: Yeah. So, well, I don't know. That's what's going on right now.
0: What are you doing with the rest of your day?
1: Today, I think I'm going to go to a second salsa lesson.
0: Oh, I thought you said a second. I thought you were going to say like a second podcast. No. <laughs> I thought you were about to be like, oh, I'm going to go do Dr. Game Show
1: after this. <laughs> Can you <imagine>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Second salsa lesson. So two in two days.
1: Yes. Because when, the thing is that today I want to take like the basic
0: the beginner, class. See yeah. if it's a better fit. Yeah. But when you go in on something, you go all in, huh? I know. You don't mess around.
1: You know what? I didn't know how... I, when I was a kid... I used to play chess with my brother the whole time and he would win all the time yeah and then when I was when I married this guy he was a really good chess player and I decided that I wanted to learn to play chess yeah which is really hard I have to say oh yeah and I read a lot of books and I learned and I played him and I won at the beginning I won like Once every ten times we played, but then it got even, and then I got better than him. Uh Uh-huh. So, that's...
0: That's how you do it. Yeah. (laughs) You decide something's going to happen, and you go beat the shit out of it until it happens. And then you're like, I'm done with this. Maybe I'll move to Taiwan now, and you just take (laughs) off.
1: I guess, yeah. When you
0: decide to move someplace, Uh how much planning goes into it beforehand? Or are you just calling everybody out, hey, I'm going to Toronto? I'll be back when I'm back.
1: It depends. It has been different, different moments. Yeah. Honestly, when I moved to Miami, I had like $600 in my pocket.
0: Miami's not a cheap place to live. I know.
1: Well, my la- my dad lived there. Oh. And I stayed with him for a while, but we don't have like a, the best relationship. So okay. like two months after I moved in with him, then I, I, I moved somewhere else. Wow. Yeah.
0: Just bounce around through this world. I know. I've always lived, like, within a half hour of this park. <laughs> I want to like do that for a while, though. 45 minutes. What's that?
1: I want to do that for a while. I want to, like, stay somewhere. And I feel like New York is might be the right place for that.
0: Well, I would have to imagine it's a good fit for you in the sense of you can live in this city for many years and still bounce around. Yeah, that's true. From thing to thing, culture to culture, world to world, subculture mm-hmm. to subculture pretty good if you're a, if you're a restless person who likes to see things it's a pretty good city
1: yeah i guess
0: now mm-hmm. you live in washington heights
1: mm-hmm.
0: you have a very brooklyn vibe
1: so i you know this a lot i know yeah do you hang out so. out there a lot i like hanging out there but honestly i went, before i moved to the new place i tried to see a, a few rooms in brooklyn and i i didn't like it to live yeah. there I don't know. It's just, you know what happened to me? Like, last year, I had appendicitis.
0: Appendicitis? Yes. Got your appendix out?
1: Yes. Brutal. I know. The I thing it's is not that good. At that point, I was living in Miami, and I started going through a lot of pain in the middle of the night, and I was living by myself. I had my own apartment at that point, and... Yeah, I had to call my friends and tell them, like, tell, take me to the doctor, because I don't know if I'm going to die right now. Yeah. <laughs> so they came over, and they checked on me, and they took me to the hospital, and thanks to them, I, like, I'm alive right now, I yeah. guess. Yeah, And I I want to be in a neighborhood where I feel like I, I can do that with neighbors and a yeah. lot of people that live in my building are Cuban or Dominican. And right. I know that even if I don't know them that well, I can knock on their door and say, like, can you help me with this if it is something that's really important?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, in Brooklyn, you don't get that so much. Yeah. You so get,
1: people are super nice in Brooklyn. I very don't want to nice. be, like, uh, yeah, no. But no, just, but that was my experience, too, yeah. living in
0: Brooklyn. is uh, yeah. is, It's very weird to live inside a building with a human being and, like, You're picking up your mail and they come inside, and you don't even say hi to each other. Mm -hmm. That's weird to live in the same physical structure as people.
1: Especially if if you're Cuban. (laughs) Really? We're used to something completely different. If we need like a neck or sugar or whatever, we just knock on the neighbor's door and ask them, like, hey, do you have this or do you have that? That's how we live.
0: Yeah, that's nice. I've also, Cuba, doesn't Cuba have like a, a good healthcare system? Or like really good developed drugs that the FDA won't pass here, but that cure all kinds of shit that would be nice to have here? Yeah, heard that.
1: it is It is a little bit like that. We have like a free health system, mm-hmm. which is nice, that anyone can go to the doctor if, if they want. Sweet. But the thing is that we don't really have a lot of resources. Yeah. And also the doctors don't get paid very well. Yeah. So it's a little bit frustrating. People can be frustrated at some point. Yeah. You go to the doctor, or keep, there are really long lines, and you have to wait a lot. And it's yeah. like, not everything is clean. So, yeah. yeah, it's free, but it's in my point of view, it's not that good.
0: Now, how long are you gonna give yourself? Like, how long would you estimate until you're the best salsa dancer in the class? Honestly.
1: I don't want to be the best one. I just want to be good at it. You know. So
0: how long until you're good at it?
1: I give it two weeks.
0: Two weeks. So you went. You're someone who you say last night you went and you were embarrassed to be in the advanced class. Mm-hmm. You're saying in two weeks you'll be totally comfortable in the advanced class. Maybe three. You can go every day. I'm
1: gonna say a month just two, yeah.
0: No, you're not. No, you're saying a month because you saw my reaction. <laughs> it's I two mean, weeks.
1: I mean, in in two weeks I'm gonna be able to take the, the advanced class. In a month, I'm gonna feel comfortable in the advanced dance.
0: If I started salsa classes right now, I would say I might be proficient at it by 2021.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you, you're gonna do it before that, Chris.
0: We'll see. Maybe you say
1: you are a good dancer, so
0: I am, but I mostly just like flail around shamelessly. <laughs> My wife was a professional dancer, so to oh. woo her, I had to learn how to dance, cool. and I have f- found out that most of it is just go out and do it. Try not to be awkward because when ladies wanna dance, they don't want to dance with some awkward guy who keeps saying, Oh, I don't really do this. Just go like move your hips around. And that's the thing, you
2: just
1: have to have fun. You don't have to like be the best dancer in the world.
0: And my wife was a professional dancer. So all I gotta do is just like shake to the beat and then she'll do something around me that makes me look great. That's cool. That is I will say (laughs) I am a much better dancer when my wife is covering for me. Anyway, that's zero. We just hit zero.
1: Oh, no. Any
0: last messages to the world?
1: Yeah, I just want to say uh, that people shouldn't, like, judge people that are from somewhere else. Here in the States, it's hard for everyone, from for people from here and people from somewhere else. So just be nice to each other and try to understand if they're having a good time speaking to you or trying to explain something to you. Be patient. Be patient. Yeah. And
0: we had a great conversation, I mm-hmm. think. I wasn't... I didn't feel confused even one time. <laughs> Not one time. Did That's we get cool. to everything you wanted to talk to? I feel more questions about this and guilt in person. Did I talk too much? You can be honest.
1: No, 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 no. Okay. It was perfect. It was perfect. It was so nice. I thought you were perfect. Oh, thank I'm you. Gonna be very,
0: I'm going to run it over in my head. I think I talked too much in the first half. It's okay. They'll let me know on Facebook. Thank you so much. Thank you, Greece. Thank you. Nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. Good luck with everything. Thank you. I hope you find all the love you're looking for. I hope you become a great dancer. Thank you. I hope you continue to explore the world as your impulses uh, (laughs) to, to your heart's desire.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: I want to thank... Not the caller, the attendee. I want to thank the attendee for taking such a big chance, coming down to the park, talking to me face to face. Very brave, very bold, but I got the sense that you're a brave, bold person in general. That person, that she oozed confidence, I would say. Just really chill, comfortable with herself, and like I said as you walked away, best of luck to you. Hope you find that love. I hope you don't hate love, that made me sad. Hope you love love. Travel the world until you find it. Thank you so much to Jared O'Connell, to Harry Nelson in particular today, setting up this whole mobile rig. I want to thank Justin Linville. I don't thank Justin enough on the show. He really helps me out with all areas of my life and career, and I really do appreciate it. If you want to know more about me and my tour dates, you go to chrisgeth.com. I'm traveling all over. Some live, beautiful, anonymous, some stand-up. Check that out. Thank you, Shellshag, for the music. Hey, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show when you do. I can't believe I remembered all that off the top of my head. Anyway, we'll see you next time. Next time on Beautiful Anonymous, someone who served in the American military tells us what it was like in a very real way. You're in the Navy and you work in aviation.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah, I used to fly uh, planes for the Navy off of aircraft carriers. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It was neat and technically, I will say, for anyone who's listening who's in the Navy, I uh, I will compare myself. I'm Goose, not Maverick, so I was a backseater, not an actual pilot. So I was, like, navigating and, um, like, uh, weapon systems, comms, that kind of thing.
0: That's your Goose, not a Maverick. I think we already know I'm the title to maverick. this episode.
2: <laughs> a Goose, not a Maverick.
0: <laughs> That's next time on Beautiful Anonymous. Oh, there's a confrontation. There's an actual so confrontation
2: happening. I mean, no, they're my kids. I'm just asking oh, why.
0: they're beautiful. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, wow. Fine. We just had a confrontation. Uh, I a uh, woman just... There's a woman taking pictures in the park, and another woman walked up and said, why are you taking pictures of my kids? Those are my kids. Why are you taking pictures of them? And the lady said, they're beautiful. And it's very uncomfortable. I would say, Harry's giggling so nervously right now. Harry is giggling so nervously right now. That was... I would say shockingly uncomfortable. And then I don't know exactly what happened in the fight but it ended with the lady who had the kids saying good luck with your nephew and then the other lady fled. Oh also Jared, you might hear a weird popping sound in the background now. Jared is hitting his shoe on the grass because while setting up the table he did step in dog shit. So let's remember everybody. You gotta clean up after your own dogs, okay? It's nobody else's responsibility but yours. Listeners have been mad at me because I'm not a dog person. But now I'm sitting here, my friend Jared, who works so hard, has to wipe shit off his shoes. So maybe it's maybe maybe it's not that I don't like dogs. Maybe it's that I don't like irresponsible dog owners.